This morning, Ipsos ABC News has released a new poll that shows an overwhelming, and when I say overwhelming, I'm talking 86% of Americans telling this poll that Joe Biden is too old to serve another term. This comes on the heels of that devastating report from the special counsel where he basically called the president of the United States a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory explaining that he was doing this, uh, saying this because he had to explain why he wasn't charging him. Well, the Democrats have gone crazy. They think this is a double standard, that her was politicized. The vice president called his remarks gratuitous. Well, within the halls of justice, are they? We bring in our good friend Matthew Schneider, leader of investigations in white-collar defense practice at Honigman Law, also our former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Michigan. Matthew, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me back. When you saw those comments in Robert Kerr's reports, did you view them as a political statement meant to embarrass the president, or did you look at them as justifiable remarks to buttress why he wasn't charged? I didn't view them as political at all because I know Rob Herr. I know his team. I know the work that he did. And I also know that federal law requires the special counsel to turn over a report to the attorney general, and he couldn't just turn over a one-line report that says we're deciding not to bring charges. He had to give a fulsome explanation of why, and part of this had to do with what this would look like in front of a jury, what the witnesses would think of a defendant being President Biden, and it was completely justified from my perspective to explain this, turn it over to the attorney general, and then it's up to Attorney General Garland if he wants to return uh, turn this over to the public or not. So I didn't I didn't see it as gratuitous at all. Uh, Matthew, you know, Senator Tom Cotton, he pointed out uh, concerns about President Biden's memory uh, are not new. But since they were put in this report and it's on paper, does it hold more meaning to the, the broader um, uh, folks who would vote for him? It could. It could have more reverberations. If anything, it just reminds people of of this more and more, and now it's an official government document. I mean, we've seen Joe Biden fall down the stairs or have some memory issues in the past, and in fact, we've seen Gerald Ford or Ronald Reagan. We've seen all presidents do that, but rarely do we ever actually have a special counsel's report where that issue is brought up and it relates to whether or not he should face criminal charges. So that is unique, and that uniqueness should bring it in front of the American people with a little more heightened scrutiny. Um, Matthew, some people are likening this to Jim Comey, sort of when he came out, uh, when Hillary Clinton was running, and how he sort of inserted himself, and, and how prosecutors aren't supposed to be part of the political game, kind of. What do you think of that? Uh, If Rob Herr had done a press conference, I would completely agree with that. What Comey's duty was, was to prepare a report, turn it over to the Attorney General, and then it's up to the Attorney General to release it. Comey did a press conference and announced these things that was in violation of Justice Department policy. What Herr did is not anything like that. He turned over his report, and in fact, Herr has not spoken to the media as far as I know. He hasn't done anything remotely like that. It's to the American people who want to FOIA these reports. They're, they're the ones who have the ability to get it. That has nothing to do with Rob Herr. For, for Republicans that want to perhaps complain about the politicization of the Justice Department, it should be pointed out that Merrick Garland could have kept this report confidential. 
Um, he had promised that he wouldn't, but when it hit his door and you saw this embarrassing take, um, he could have kept it under wraps. But the one thing that that they are raising is what appears to be, and certainly Trump has uh, complained about this, is a judicial double standard. He was charged. Biden wasn't. Do you think that those are comparable given the obstruction complaint that's against the former president? I don't. And anyone who thinks that, although that's an understandable political position, and you can you can see why people would take that view. And what I would advise them is actually read this report. It's over 330 pages. Read it, and then you'll understand the nuances in it, why uh, Trump is being charged and Biden's not being charged. It explains it in here. Well, Biden cooperated. He didn't obstruct justice. He didn't tell any witnesses to lie. He didn't tamper with witnesses. And for that reason, neither did Mike Pence. And Mike Pence isn't being charged either. So you have Pence and Biden in very similar or similar situations. Trump has what's called aggravating factors to the Justice mm-hmm. Department, and that's what makes that different for him. Well, and in addition to read, reading the her report, read the Trump Mar-a-Lago indictment because it, yeah, yeah. it lays out that that uh, through sworn testimony, we should point out, and affidavits that that he asked people to move boxes and to hide them. Um, and Matthew, the the president's cooperation led to him not being charged, but did his the memory situation is was that part of it as well? Yes, it it was, and that was referenced in the report. They interviewed Biden. The special counsel interviewed Biden for this and spoke with him for five hours. And, you know, if you look at that report with that in context, the good news is, is Biden's not being charged. That's good news for Biden. The bad news is pretty much everything else in this report. And it talks about how bad his memory is, some of the significant things he couldn't remember. It also talks about that he's been in government for his entire career. He's been in government for 50 years, and he's handled classified uh, documents thousands of times. He knows exactly how to protect them, and he didn't do that. And he also understands how, how to handle them. And so those types of things are kind of more inflammatory as well if you get in deep to the report and you realize that this is a person who's been in the trenches, but yet still isn't really um, following uh, the obligations of the classified documents law. That's also unhelpful for Biden. And he had no memory problem in 2017, and they have recordings of this, when he was talking to his ghostwriter and says, yeah, the classified stuff is in the garage. (laughs) That's that's pretty damning. He acknowledges it's classified. And if you know it's classified, then you know you ought not to have it. And they also reached back into his time in public service, and he said, and the report said that Biden used to leave classified documents out all the time historically. And that's also not helpful because when the voters are picking a president, they want somebody who's responsible, and they might view that as irresponsible. Just quickly switching gears to the Supreme Court oral arguments from last week, do you feel with their questioning that the justices are all on the same page? It seems that way to me. I've always thought that they would never reach the ultimate issue about whether there was an insurrection, but yet they would reach lower issues about is this an appropriate case for the federal government to be 
going to the Supreme Court and reversing a, a decision of a state, how can a state actually do this? What was interesting to me is not the conservatives on the court, it's even the liberals on the court were questioning these positions and siding with the Trump side. So it doesn't appear to be, uh, if it's going to be a split court, it looked like it looks like it could be more of seven to two or something like that. It really, if you if you base it on the oral arguments, it looks like it's leaning in Trump's favor. All right. Uh, we will await. They kind of have a short lead on that because Super Tuesday is March 5th, not that many days away. Matthew, thank you so much. Have a great week. You too. Thank you. All right. Take care. We should point out that uh, Ipsos poll. Interesting. Uh, 86% of Americans overall thinking that uh, Biden is too old. 91% of independents, the tipping point voters, mm-hmm. say he's too old. But it should also be noted that a majority think that Trump is too old, too. Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 62% saying that they believe that Donald Trump is too old to serve. And again, a majority of independents. So many voters saying none of the above. When we come back, it's been a year since the tragic events at Michigan State University cost the lives of three students. How is the university doing on the new security upgrades and protocols? We'll get an update on that when we return at 649.